Hello and welcome to another edition of the Retreadcast, the world's leading video podcast series for the tyre retreading industry. It's now coming to the end of August and people are looking, looking forward to moving their business forward after the summer vacation with a view to hopefully seeing some kind of normalisation following the COVID-19 crisis. And once again, retraining business is on hand to provide you with the latest news. As usual, I'm joined by my father, David Wilson, the publisher of Retraining Business. Tell me, David, what can we expect from today's Retreadcast? Thanks, Richard. Well, today, as usual, we have two interviews for you. We're going to start by flying across the Atlantic to the USA and Canada, where we'll be interviewing uh, Marcos Guzman and Gilles Wolte, the respective CEOs of B&J Rocket and Vulcan Vulcap, and I'll be talking to them about their recently announced distribution agreement. Secondly, we're returning to the world of exhibitions and we'll be talking to Renzo Cervadei, the CEO of Autochromatech, about their decision to postpone the Bologna show until 2022. Good stuff. Well, thanks, David. Once again, we'll be, looks like we'll be offering a different, a different variety of topics. I'll especially be interested in what Renzo has to say about the Bologna show, given that Autochromatech are our partners for next year's Recircle Awards. So let's get straight down to it and begin with our interview with Marcos Guzman and Gilles Woolty. For today's Retreadcast, we're going over to Canada and the United States to talk to Vulcan Volcap and B&J Rocket, who recently announced a cooperation agreement relating to the distribution of Vulcan's tire repair products through, the, through B&J's global distribution platform. And we're delighted to welcome Gilles Wouty, the President and CEO of International Tire Repair Solutions, the owner of the Vulcan Vulcat brand, and Marcos Guzman, President and CEO of B&J Rocket. Gentlemen, welcome to the Retreadcast. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay, well, let me begin with a, a question for you both by way of clarification, if I may. You both issued uh, press releases which uh, describe your agreement as a joint venture. Is this actually a, a distribution uh, agreement primarily, or has, has a separate uh, JV company been established? Well, actually, uh, thank you very much to, to, uh, for, for this interview. Uh, it's, it, it's, uh, it's a distribution uh, agreement that, uh, that we made uh, between Vulcan Volcap and, and BNG Rocket. Okay, perfect. Well, let me move on with another question for you, Gilles. Uh, what, what sectors does this agreement cover? Are, are we correct in assuming the agreement simply covers B&J's current uh, customer base, i.e. retailers and repairers, and it doesn't include specialist areas such as ITRS's on-site repair service for the mining sector? And, and what global regions does the, does the agreement cover? Actually, uh, Vulcan Volcap is a manufacturer of uh, vulcanizing uh, equipment and tire repair material. And, and uh, ITRS is mainly in, into the uh, mining industry where the uh, Vulcan Volcap product uh, will suit in, in the retreading uh, sector and, and the tire repair sector where BNG uh, is, uh, is uh, involved uh, around the world. So that will uh, benefit uh, uh, Vulcan Volcap for a distribution wise uh, in, in, in North America, Latin America, Europe, and, then, and many other places where uh, BNG is. Okay, so uh, Marcos, a question for you. How does the 
bulk and vulcap range fit in with uh, B&J's existing product portfolio? Uh, I ask the question because B&J is a specialist in grinding and cutting tools, uh, but uh, tyre repair is a new area. So what adjust adjustments does uh, B&J have to make in order to take on the new range? You know, B&J is a specialist and well-known on good quality uh, product. It's a good quality brand. Um, as many other companies, we always look for what opportunities uh, is out there. Uh, we carefully analyze uh, what brands we, we, we want a partnership with. And definitely we find that Bonka Bulkap is actually a really good uh, company. Uh, we, we know Jill for many years now. Um, uh, ITRS and BNJ, those business together already. So when, when Jill approached us, I think that uh, we, as uh, internally discussed it, and we find that it's a very good product. I think it's very interesting. And um, again, it's a good company and, and Jill um, has helped us out on, on, on other areas. So why not help out each other? Absolutely. Uh, Jill, how, how does this agreement affect uh, some of the existing agreements you have in various regions? Uh, we know, for example, it's only a short time since uh, you announced arrangements with uh, Shamrock Marketing. Does this agreement affect uh, the arrangements with Shamrock at all, for example? Uh, actually, it will, it, it will benefit uh, all our distributor that Vulcan Volcap uh, has uh, before, like the agreement with Sham, uh, Shamrock in, in the U.S., where it will be uh, easier for Shamrock to, to have access to inventory uh, in the U.S., so give a, a better lead time to uh, all our customers. Uh, BNJ has a, a, a portfolio of, of uh, a distributor and I, I think it will be uh, beneficial for everybody in, in every uh, region. Okay, excellent. So, uh, Marcus, I wanted to ask you about how the agreement will work in terms of uh, synergies as far, as far as distribution and storage is concerned, for example. Uh, how will B&J's distribution uh, setup help uh, global distribution of Vulcan Vulcap products? And will you be taking advantages of uh, ITRS's uh, existing global facilities at all? Well, like, like you mentioned, obviously B&J is a worldwide uh, brand. Uh, we have many loyal uh, customers, uh, very loyal for many years uh, distribution channels that um, I think that taking advantage of that, uh, we've been successful uh, and um, the way we B&J operates. So once again, like what Jill mentions, uh, taking advantage of that, it will benefit many others uh, to have the product on time uh, when needed. And that's one of the strong points from B&J. We, we carry healthy inventory to be able to provide uh, to all our worldwide customers when needed. Okay, and uh, finally a question for each of you in turn, the same question, let's start with Gilles. Uh, what are your expectations from the cooperation in terms of sales development and what do you view as the key benefits of the cooperation for, for your company? Like for uh, for uh, Vulcan Volcap, the, the the benefit will be the the, the distribution network that uh, that BNJ has, and 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 also all the uh, customer base that uh, Vulcan Volcap had 
in, since 1956. Uh, that's uh, we we want to put all this together to uh, like like uh, was talking before like it like Vulcan Vodka has over 10,000 vulcanizing machine around the world. And, and a lot of these machines, when I travel around the world, I see these machines in a corner because people doesn't know where to, to, to buy the uh, spare part and, and everything. That will uh, now, these customers will, will have access through uh, BNJ uh, to, to refurbish these, uh, these machines and being able to use these machines uh, back again uh, in the market. Excellent. So, same question for you, uh, Marcos, as well. What do you see as the uh, as, as the key benefits of this uh, cooperation? Like I like I mentioned before, um, BNJ is always looking on how to um, expand the 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 business. Uh, we all know that the retreat business, you know, is is um, is up and down. Uh, the repair is up and down. Uh, now that with the COVID-19, uh, many companies have to be rethinking. But uh, even before the COVID-19, we have um, um, looked into it uh, very closely. The team, the BNJ team, has looked very closely uh, what product can we uh, put, promote together with the, with the good quality of BNJ. Uh, which is known. Uh, what product can we start manufacturing um, outside the the repair uh, and and the retrading business? So um, the benefit, and I think, is going to be is as I mentioned before, bulk and bulk up is a well-known product. Uh, we know Jill for many 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 years now, and I I believe it fits very well with us. Excellent. Well, thank you both very much for talking to us today on the Retreadcast. And of course, we wish you every success in the global market for your new cooperation. Now for our second feature, we're off to Italy to talk to Renzo Servadei from Autopromatech, who was interviewed recently by David. Here's that interview for you right now. In July, it was announced that one of the retraining industry's leading global exhibitions, the Autopromatech show in Bologna, Italy, had been postponed from its planned dates next year until May 2022. We're joined today by Renzo Servadei, the CEO of Autopromatech, who's going to tell us about the thinking behind the decision to postpone and what plans the show has to support the market next year. Renzo, welcome to the Retreadcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Let's begin by talking about the postponement of next year's show. Uh, you made a very early decision to postpone the 2021 Autopromo until May 2022. What were the key drivers behind making this this this, this decision so far in advance? Okay, David. COVID-19 uh, pandemic continues to register high rates of contagion and severe limitation to international travel persists. A proper planning on the part of all the players of the sector is crucial to create a high-level event, but the uncertainty 
related to the measure to deal with the sanitary crisis make it difficult to national and international exhibitors and visitors to plan their business travels well in advance. A trade shows that involve 20,000 professional operators from abroad and more than 90,000 professional operators from Italy cannot be provided. We want our exhibiting companies to invest their financial resources at a more appropriate time to being able to maximize business opportunities, which has always been a strong point of our exhibition. Sure. Okay, so tell me, there's always been an equilibrium in the international trade exhibition market with Autopromatech taking place in the odd-numbered years and the tyre cologne, its predecessor Rifen and Automechanica in the even-numbered years. This all changed when those shows switched to 2021. So you've already indicated that you'll now run Autopromatech in even-numbered years from now on. What are your hopes and expectations with regards to future dates for the tyre cologne and Automechanica? Good question. We will still do not know for sure what Automechanica and the tyre cologne intend to do. The Tire Colonia did not make any statement on this matter, while Automechanica organizer affirmed that they won't run the show in odd-numbered years. If so, the situation would be solved. We certainly, certainly don't want to compete with our trade shows, especially because the situation would be at the expenses of exhibiting companies. In any case, a coordination among trade fairs in our sector would be desirable, as I have already affirmed, especially in times of crisis and difficulties as the one we are expect, experiencing uh, now. Okay. So you uh, indicated that for 2021, you'll be supporting the market with some digital activities and events. Can you tell us uh, a bit more about this? Yes, yes. In my opinion, in our sector, face-to-face -face meeting are, of course, the most desirable solution, but we need to cope with the current situation. Moreover, we must keep in mind that the lockdown phase, which has been quite uh, tough here in Italy, gave a great impulse uh, to go digital, opening new ways of communicating, interacting and working. For this reason, we are considering and assessing different digital platforms in order, in order to keep our exhibitor in contact with the global market and to approach the next physical edition of Autopromotech by stage. We will certainly organize a conference event in December, and we have a surprise in store for May 2021. Of course, this will be quite a challenge. And we have a lot to do by 2022. We will be happy to share with retailing business readers all the news about our upcoming events and initiatives in due time. Perfect. Okay, so Autopromatech has always been a key event for the retailing industry, uh, not just in Italy, but throughout Europe and further afield. In the market where there are many regional shows throughout the world, how will Autopromatech continue to maintain its position as a leading event for retailers worldwide? 
we do not want uh, to be a simply an exhibition of products and services. We are planning cultural events, broadly speaking. Besides, through the activity of IRP Association, both on a national and international level, we are carrying out important lobbying which enable us to gain important achievement for the whole retailing sector. Just think about the important uh, anti-dumping measure obtained in, obtained in 2018. We must not forget that Autopromotec began as SARP exhibition of type retrieving equipment when IP initiative meant to give visibility to the technological and development experiences by the retrieving sector in those years. The retrading sector has always been one of the core business of Autopromotech. That's why in 2022, Autopromotech will not only host the traditional future, future of retrading conference, but it will also be a title sponsor of the important event organized by, by youth, by Valerie Media Service, and devoted to the retrading entire recycling sector. The Recycling Awards are honored to be working with Waterbridge Media Service, retrading business, entire and rubbing recycling to bring the Recycling Award to fruition. We are convinced that this new concept will become a seminal event in the entire industry calendar, helping to raise the awareness of the efforts striving to develop the circular economy within the tire industry. We are convinced that the recycled award will make a valuable contribution towards the re-emphasis status of autopromotive as the leading event in the tire industry, automotive aftermarket and retrading sector. For us, retrading sector is most, most important. Excellent. Well, th thank you for your kind words, Lenzo. We uh, certainly hope we can uh, live up to that billing. Uh, thank you for your time today and for your clarifications. We certainly wish Autopromotech well, and we look forward to working with you on the Recircle Awards and to further develop the future of Retrading Conference. Thank you very much. Well, that's all for this edition of the Retreadcast. We'll be back again soon with some more features from around the retreading world. What can we expect to see in the next edition, David? For the next edition, the programme will be somewhat different because we plan to run a special edition of the Retreadcast focusing on the Recircle Awards. We'll be explaining the awards concept, introducing some of our key partners and sponsors, introducing our nominations committee and telling you how you can nominate people and companies for the various awards. Perfect. Well, I'm looking forward to that and it should be good fun to get back in, back in front of our virtual uh, Recircle Awards logo board to introduce some more of our partners. Um, in the meantime, thank you for joining David and, interview and interviewing uh, Marcos, Shields and Renzo in, in this episode of the Retreadcast and we hope to see you again soon. Until then, stay safe.